0: Hello, everybody. Welcome and kumusta. Thank you for joining me today. My name is How. I am your occupational therapist. In this session, I would like to talk to you about this book, this wonderful book that I came across with. And I think it's really relevant and it's really vital for us to know about it. And this is entitled The 21 Dirty Tricks at Work so the book that i came across with i was just walking at the library just having a browse around and then i came across this book written by mike phillips and colin Goldtree. and i collated it i took the summary of it and it talks about the 21 dirty tricks at work which i think is very very relevant for all of us So this conversation is relevant to uh, uh, emerging and developing clinicians, uh, particularly the Band 6 occupational therapists. Um, And this is suitable for the Band 7 OTs as well, so that you can understand how people are utilizing some of the dirty tricks at work. And uh, they may or may not know this, But it is really, really interesting. So most of the people that are using this, it's it's everywhere. You know, it it ranges from band 5 to band 6 to band 7 to band 8. And even up all the way to the top level management. So this is exciting, guys. And I'm going to read them to you. And I'm going to let them know. And I will talk to you about some of the definitions of these 21 Dirty Tricks. (music) So the first dirty trick is the dirty trick called the fall guy or the patsy. Now this dirty trick is when the managers are assigning projects that are destined to fail to an expendable manager so that they can be blamed for the failure. And or it is a way to reassign favored employees away from reputation-threatening failure, okay? So keep an eye on this guy. So keep an eye on the fall guy or the patsy. The second dirty trick at work is called the development opportunity. And the development opportunity dirty trick is the tactic of motivating someone to take on a task a project, or an assignment that they might reasonably refuse by pretending it is a development opportunity. And you can hear this uh, with you know from lots of managers talking about it. There is this opportunity. So sometimes it may be genuine, it may not be, but you just don't know. But it's really important that you are aware of this trick. This is called the development opportunity. There will be some situations, there will be some tasks. Because now it's all about collaborative and managers don't want to be seen as authoritative leaders, you know, they try and, and, and you know, and, and mask it in some ways and saying, oh, this is a development opportunity, you know. So it's really up to you whether you believe or not, but it is actually there. So that's trick number two, development opportunity dirty trick number three is the trick called kiss like a judas yeah this is a beautiful one isn't it judas kiss like judas this is when uh, somebody is declaring a public support for and uh, for an embattled project or individual whilst privately pl- plotting to change behind the scenes so you would hear this in in on tvs and you would hear this uh on 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 public appearances for example or press conferences or position statement you know when managers would say i am more convinced now more than ever that mark is the right person to lead the team through these very difficult days yeah so sometimes people would say it like that Again, it may be true, it may not be, but behind the scenes, we don't know, okay? But just be mindful, that is a dirty trick called Kiss Like Judas. (music) Dirty trick number four is the bystander, and the bystander, this trick is about uh this is when when people knows that someone is in a problematic situation but standing on the sidelines and they're not doing anything that's when they and when intervention is appropriate and and whether their assistance could be helpful to the business as well so this is one of those things that you know people are so used to actually doing knowingly or unknowingly they become a bystander. Because if they help, they are, you know, they are likely to be seen as uh, they're likely to be in trouble as well. Or they might think they could be in trouble as well. So they don't want to be proactively be visible in there. They are just the bystander. Uh, they're watching situations unfold. They're watching a colleague having difficulty. But they are just standing on the lines. People are not doing anything. That is a dirty trick called the bystander. Right, dirty trick number five is called, oh, creative magpie. I love this. I have seen this so much. And I've experienced a lot of situations when there are creative magpies. And what is a creative magpie? A creative magpie is a person who exaggerates their involvement in the ideas and the good work of others or they are blatantly stealing the ideas of others and they are hiding the originator's worthy contributions. Yeah, so that is the creative magpie. You know, they will go and ask the team, oh, how are we going to do this? They're so nice, they're so pleasant. You know they'll go and ask the people oh for some ideas oh tell me how it is how it is, they're very very supportive. So people are very very supportive and uh, you know you'd like to give their ideas to them you help them, and then when push comes to shove, when it comes to the last minute they're going they'll be the ones to do the presentation they'll be the ones to write that publication. They'll be the ones that say that it was their idea. Oh, my goodness. These are the beautiful creative magpies, and they are not short of this. There is plenty of creative magpies in NHS, but it's not just NHS. It's everywhere. You will find this everywhere. Okay. So that's actually a skill. All right, so that is dirty trick number five called The Creative Magpie. (music) Dirty trick number six is called Tell Me More. Yeah, and when you are proposing some projects and we need to do this, you ask the managers, we need more staffing, we need to improve the service, we need to get more staff, And what they will do is this dirty trick called tell me more. And this tell me more trick is the tactic of delaying decisions or honest disclosure by requesting more work, more research, or more data, which often includes the efforts of others. So you are there stuck. You have an idea. You wanted to implement it. You know that it is the obvious way to go around it. Uh, But when it comes to the management who's going to release the funds, they would always say, oh, please tell me more. We need more data. Okay? You want to do something for something because nothing is happening. The trick is, oh, we are lacking data. We need more. Tell me more. All right? Now, dirty trick number seven is the uh, dirty trick called Indirectly yours. Here, uh, the person is hiding their view or belief by using direct, indirect rather, they're using obscure and very confusing communication in order to tempt or fool someone into declaring their own position first. Okay. So, this is, oh, you hear this in the news every day. This is so obvious, you know, you watch, just simply watch the news and you don't get a direct answer from any of the politicians. So, indirectly yours. For some reason, they have the skill of not answering the question. Yeah. So, the politicians, indirectly yours. Or when you're there in a meeting, oh, this is so much, I'm always a trap of this, you know. Because I'm an honest person, whenever I'm talking to people, I don't want to be holding things against, uh, I just don't want to be carrying stuff. But there are people who are carrying stuff and they're not declaring their position. So they're very quiet, they're very obscure, you know, they're just, they keep quiet. They just make you uncomfortable a bit just by being quiet, you know. They won't say the first hellos, you know. They'll just look at you and let you speak and speak and speak. And when you're nervous, you just go and carry on speaking and speaking. yeah. And then you disclose it. But these people, they do not declare their position first. And it is a dirty trick called Indirectly Yours. (laughs) Dirty trick number eight is a dirty trick called Jam Tomorrow. Here is making vague promises for future rewards to encourage people to take on some unpleasant assignments or put put in more effort or take the greater risks. This is jam tomorrow. Okay, so it's one of the promises that people are doing. They do lots of promises. Now, there are a few aspects in here. You know, there are those some leaders who has the vision and they wanted to do something and they have an entire vision. They know where they want to go. So these visionaries, they really know what they want to do. So they will share the vision. This is where we want to go. And it's one way of motivating some people, you know. Maybe they will share the same vision and they would go with the same uh, objectives So that's one way of doing it. Because if you share the vision, maybe others would follow, particularly if they want to share, if they are sharing that vision with you. But uh, there are some, another aspect of this is there are some who's really just promising, you know, we're going to have this and you're going to have this new job, you're going to have this new post. If you do well, if you do well, okay? But really, at the end of the day, they're just measuring performances, and that's their trick. But really, they don't care. There are some that really doesn't care. So I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's yay or nay. All I'm saying is just be mindful. The dirty trick number nine is a dirty trick called The Guardian Angel. And this is the tactic of implying friendly support while at the same time suggesting that there are other more powerful people to answer to who will be much tougher unless cooperation is quickly forthcoming yeah the guardian angel you know i'm really you know we're really doing this people would say This project, we're really doing this, and we have to do this effort as a team and as a group. Yeah, because if not, management will come down on us. Yeah, they're the guardian angel. So they are the ones to watch out for. Uh, They're not too bad. It's just a dirty trick, either conscious or unconsciously. You know, Uh, they are applying this. The guardian angel, dirty trick now dirty trick number 10 oh i love this this is called email to the gods yes this is using email to shame or coerce other uh, or another usually an email arriving uh, from a colleague which includes either true or false information so that depends with leveling accusations of blame, which are also copied onto the bosses, directors, customer suppliers, and things like that. So these are all, oh my God, I've seen this over and over again. So my uh, uh, my, my email is, uh, and there are some people that I am working with, and I'm sure they'll be working with you as well soon as everything comes in, they'll write the email, copy to this, copy to that. You know, it's called the email to the gods. Now, we're going to dirty trick number 11. And ooh, this is another one. This is called the name dropper. So this is the tactic of coercing another by suggesting... That friends in high places are supporters or detractors and will be drafted unless the agreement is quickly forthcoming, yeah, so uh one say for example, a one particular member of staff has a project. this is what we' are doing, and then we'll name drop, oh, you know what the chief executive really is in such a high support of this, you know. So they will do this uh, name dropper. You know, that is called the name dropper. Okay. And you can see that. Just watch out for the name droppers. Okay, guys. Right. Dirty trick number 12 is called exposure. And this is coercing others by threatening to make public their professional or personal feelings or secret and sensitive information. Now. I have not come across this personally in uh, at work, perhaps because these are very, very strong weapons, isn't it? Uh, the personal information, so information is power, so you know something about the person, and uh, uh, it just becomes a transaction. so you get the person to follow you, otherwise he will actually start coercing. Uh, or will threaten to make the personal and public secrets uh, public, you know. They will expose it. So there you go. That is called exposure. This is the lowest of the low. One of the lowest of the lows, anyway. All right. So the other one is a burial ground or the discount. This is dirty trick number 13. And this is the tactic of deliberately hiding or obscuring vital information in reports or presentations so that the one critical factor goes unnoticed and another person or party is duped into making a bad decision or drawing wrong conclusions. That is dirty trick number 13 called the burial or the discount. So in here, really, when you have the reports, you don't give the full report. So you give partial report and you let the person report it. And then they make that report and it was wrong when you're there. And then you supply the, uh, the, the new information, in which case your information is much more, much more reliable. And so you get to uh, be in good terms with your managers. Wow. Burial or burial ground or the discount. That is dirty trick number 13. Now, going to the dirty trick number 14, this is called the malicious feedback. This is deliberately timing the delivery of dishonest, false, or critical feedback to deflect, distract, or undermine another. Okay. So there's one big topic that's happening now. There's a big issue that's happening at work. And all of a sudden, you detract that by having another issue come up. And it's just perfectly timing this. So with NHS, I do not know. I've not been on the high echelons of power. But I hear that there is a lot of this going on. And I don't know how people thrive into this. But I have uh, I I know a lot of people up on the in in the area. But this is just an amazing. Must be wonderful to watch how they do all of this. Uh, but this is very much a, a, I think it's a common practice in our government. You know when uh, there is one topic or one politician is in trouble for something, and another issue would come up, and that will just you know on the just on the right timing to detract things from happening. All right, or to detract, the, the deflect, or distract the information. So that is malicious feedback. <music> dirty trick number fifteen is a dirty trick called hurry up. Oh, I've seen this a lot as well. So this is avoiding work or responsibility by pretending to be overstretched and overworked. Ah. I think you've seen a lot of this. You're busy. Oh, my God, I have plenty of assessments. I have 15 on my caseload. You know, that's the thing. But only one person is being active, really. So that's that in the clinical sense of things. I have seen people who are carrying heaps and heaps of folders, for example. And it's like, wow, they're really busy, man. So you cannot ask them to do any more because they're really busy. And the only way to find out is to really check. But then to open it up and check what they're really doing is just causing more friction and trouble. Oh, dear. Okay, there you go. So dirty trick number 16 is a dirty trick called No Invitation. this is the tactic of leaving people of distribution off the distribution list so they miss important meetings and information. Oh, man, I have been a victim of this a few times. But then again, maybe I just delete the emails as well. Okay, but then there is that. You know, it just works. You know, you're not invited to a meeting. I know friends, colleagues, occupational therapists not being invited to big meetings. There will be an, uh, you know, particularly if it's a job sharing, you know, um, so, or there are two potential candidates for a senior post, there will be a meeting that will be going on and one would know about it. So they will go, not informing the other person, so that, uh, you know, when it comes to like situations that they need to be sussed out as to who's the better candidate than the other one who participates more will obviously gain the favor. Yeah. So that is no invitation. (laughs) Dirty trick number 17 is called the caucus. It is coercing people behind the scenes before an important meeting or database. Yeah. So this is almost like... um, What's the word? Uh, You know, lobbying. You know, you try to coerce people behind the scenes. Before a big meeting, the decision's already been made because they meet afterwards, really. Meeting is happening before the meeting or straight after the meeting. Yeah, but when a big decision has to be made, really... Nothing is ever decided on the meeting itself. Usually, everybody comes prepared as to who their allies are, and they have this meeting before the meeting. And there are people coercing or influencing people before the meeting or behind the scenes so that when the meeting comes in, everybody's been conditioned already, and it just leads to one direction. Oh, my God. This is Dirty Trick number 17. Now, Dirty Trick number 18 is the Dirty Trick called Rock and Hard Place. So this is manipulating people. This Dirty Trick is about manipulating people by offering them limited or fixed choices, expecting the victim to choose the lesser of two evils. But at the end of the day... You know, there is only one choice for them. You know, so a typical example is, oh, say you are a therapist and you'd be asking another colleague, you don't give them a choice. You know, would you like to say, for example, you're offering a colleague a choice of seeing patients in the ward or doing a CPD so, you don't give them that choice. Sometimes they're not given the choice. The choice is so, how many words do you want to see? Three words or two words? That's the uh, some of the I've seen some people do that, you know. Obviously, the staff would choose okay, I'll, I'll just take the two words, okay, I'll take the, the other word. You know, the manager would say, I'll take the other word, and so the, the other person is quite uh, helpful, uh, grateful. But in fact, that's really the intended uh, objective or outcome for the staff to take the two words. Okay, that is dirty trick number 18. (music) Dirty trick number 19. Oh, you hear this again. And this is called My Hands Are Tied. And this is Pretending to be Helpless due to the influence of a higher authority or process when under the same circumstances but with a different person there will be a different outcome so my hands are tied you hear about this all the time and that's why it's because of this trick that now there is in every place there is now a uh, an, an organization or an identity called them there is this people who are them there is a they that decide which in the future uh, discussion you know will uh, future podcast podcasts will have uh, talk about so that is a uh, dirty trick number 19 my hands are tied Boom, we're now going to the dirty, the penultimate, which is dirty trick number 20, which is we're right behind you. So the tactic of or setting someone up as a spokesperson, encouraging risk-taking and falsely suggesting backup and support, which will usually vanish at the first sign of conflict or problems yeah there you go uh so a typical example of this i remembered we were having at the time uh a a seven day working which is the new initiative which is not a bad thing you know i'm expecting everybody to be working seven days you know that's my background that's i understand if you're working in a healthcare why should there be a break it's seven day service but then it's new in the united kingdom when it came about so when that happens there was a consultation you know amongst the staff and obviously some of the dirty tricks between hard and rock place rock and hard place you have to choose you either choose to do seven days or you leave the job you know that kind of thing or the manager was saying oh my hands are tied you know because this is what's been expected of us so I hear the staff at the time, you know, they're all of them are complaining at the background. Yes, they are complaining. Lots of yaps, lots of complaints. And I was so geared on speaking on behalf of the staff that, you know, you know what, let's, the staff doesn't want to. Let's, I want to speak on behalf of everybody. But then I just know that the staff is, uh, you know you'll you'll be the speaker for everybody but as soon as there is a problem you know the staff would just back away so they're not going to support me at the time i just knew that so well there we go i'll just go be a bystander then isn't it oh man yeah dirty tricks at work at play and in application okay that's really funny it's just nice to watch Okay, we're right behind you is Dirty Trick number 20, where again, people might say we'll support you, but we're really not there. Okay, and the last but not the least, well, it is the last Dirty Trick, based on our lovely authors, by the way. So this is the Dirty Trick called Restructure. Wow, I've seen this so many times as well. So this is the tactic of reorganizing a team or a department specifically to get an unwanted person out. Yeah, I have seen this so many times. I've seen people who are equally like uh, joint leadership within the department and they just wanted a restructuring so that one person was booted out. Uh, and reorganization, for example. So we're two team leads for neurology, for example. And they say for physio and occupational therapy, and they say, oh, we're going to have a restructuring. We'll just have one therapy department. We won't call it therapy, uh, physio OT. We'll just call it therapy department. So we only needed a team lead for that. And based on that, you know, one of the team leads... I'm not telling who you know was no longer uh, the team lead and had to be either demoted and it was just wonderful to watch. So the dirty trick is called restructure or restructuring. All right? So watch out guys really. Uh as a point of wisdom, I uh, this was really such a huge commitment. From my perspective, I, I debated whether or not I should be sharing this with you. But you see this every day. As an observer, I observe, I see this to be true. These dirty tricks are at play and these dirty tricks people are using every day now my intention is for you to be aware of this so that whenever you do something at work what you do is with the intent and with the sheer purpose of really helping out you know really for the purpose of doing good rather than for the personal purpose of either progressing yourself or getting rid of someone or taking advantage of somebody else, you know. So the team is a team. You need to be working together. And it's not just one team on the same level competing against each other, but there is also the management as well is also a part of the team, okay. So there's a big institution, you know, from managers to team leads to staff, to operations managers, to lots of middle management uh, matrons and everything else, but you hear this conversation happening. So I'm just putting it out there, you know. Everybody might as well know what everybody's up to. Oh, man. It almost feels like, you know, people are going to distrust one another after this. But, you know, it's always wiser to know. And once you see it, You can never unsee it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I hope you got a little bit entertained by uh, this uh, topic or with, with with this session or with this episode. And I hope that you learned a little something. So talk to each other. Be mindful. Be vigilant and uh, stand together, work together, have fun together, grow old together, okay? So, my name is Hal. I'm your occupational therapist. Just remember, anything you do matters and has an outcome. Until next time, bye!